Let me talk to you a little bit about Hillsdale College right now. It is so important that you uh, understand our history and our Constitution. Hillsdale College, been around for a while, 1844. They've been providing top flight education and really uh, trying to give, uh, trying to create the great, virtuous, and well-educated citizen. They produce now more than 40 free not for credit courses that are self-paced so you can start whenever you want. This is everything you need to change the way you understand our country, the world, your place in it. And it's all in one place, all without any kind of long-term commitment. Feel free to learn when and where you want. Check out Constitution 101, the meaning and history of the U.S. Constitution. You can get it now at hillsdale.edu slash Glenn. Easy to enroll. There is no cost. It's easy to get started. Hillsdale.edu slash Glenn. Hillsdale.edu slash Glenn. Register now. I think we've all been born for a reason. I I don't know if we we ever really know until we cross over to the other side. But we've all been born for a reason, and it's not a coincidence that you're here. It's not a coincidence that you were born at this time in this country with these problems. There is something you're called to do, and a guy who I really truly believe has been called of God to really restore our children to help restore the truth in our schools in our libraries when we're reading to our kids joins me in 60 seconds first bad news someday you're not going to be around anymore when that happens it'll be the job of your kids and your grandkids to carry on the tradition of bearing witness to the history for future generations the question you have to ask do they know our history The writers of the Tuttle Twins books know that your kids are being exposed to garbage when they step into a history classroom. They've set out to change this with their Tuttle Twins history books. If you want to teach your kids the true principles of our founding, to look up the heroes that built our nation and excited about personal empowerment instead of victimhood, you need to get them the Tuttle Twins history books. Big sale on the books going on right now, this week only. Get the Tuttle Twins history books. They're on a big sale. Plus, they're throwing in two bonuses for free. 
So go to TuttleTwinsBeck.com, TuttleTwinsBeck.com. It's their Veterans Day deal going on now, TuttleTwinsBeck.com. We welcome back to the uh, program a good friend, actor and producer, and dare I say it, activist, Kirk Cameron. Ooh. I know, that's a bad word, isn't it? <laughs> I, I, but I've been, I've been given worse words. Yeah. <laughs> I, I got a few labels nowadays. <laughs> but you really kind of have, I mean, I think we all have. If you care about what's going on in the country, you can't sit around anymore. No, I think those days are over. At least I hope that they're over. Because there are others on the other side who are not sitting around. They yeah. are reformers. They're yeah. not sitting on the couch watching CNN uh, or, or, or Fox sort of crying about a Republican, conservative, Christian win here or there. They're saying, uh, we've got a ground game and we're relentless. We're not going to stop. And I think we could learn a lot of lessons from them. Yeah. Scholastic, uh, Scholastic they... Um, have had their book fairs for years and we've over a hundred years. Yeah. And we've all grown to trust that brand as Disney <laughs> and they've kind of gone the way of Disney. Haven't they? That's right. That's, that's right. Um, they, they have, they're, they're now controllers in part of the woke matrix and they're so massively influential. Uh, have, you ever, have you ever wondered when you watch these videos of moms at school boards uh, screaming and yelling about this sexually explicit content, this nudity, this pornography coming down to elementary school kids, where does this stuff come from? Is it the board members? Is it the librarian who's into this weird stuff? No, there's a wolf in grandma's clothing to use the Little Red Riding Hood metaphor, and that wolf we have discovered is the world's largest publisher and distributor of children's books, which is Scholastic. They're a billion-dollar company around for over 100 years. They have over 100,000 book fairs across the country, hundreds every single day in public and private schools, and the books are increasingly laced with gender-confusing, race-infused, pornographic, sexually explicit material that you can't even advertise on Facebook, the conservative Christian conglomerate meta <laughs> is even saying you can't show that stuff. And those are adult standards. That's not even pointing out the fact that these are images and content for minors. How is this even honestly, how is this even legal or possible? Didn't what was the state that just passed the law that if a. If you can't say it on FCC regulated airwaves, mm. you can't use it in schools. That's right. And I, I don't understand it when these school boards will sit there and say as parents will angrily read a book yeah. that their kids brought home and they'll say that's not appropriate. What do you mean it's not appropriate? We're all adults. Yeah, exactly. And uh, Glenn and, and, and Stu, I want you to know that, that I'm not using hyperbole here. I didn't believe this until I bought the books and I read them myself. I'm holding them up here and we've got Welcome to St. Hell. We've got Stars in Their Eyes, Rick, Melissa, George, all sorts of, of books. And in there is literally instruction manuals for preteen children on how to uh, have sex as another gender and how to turn your female tiny sex organ into your very own two inch willy by injecting yourself with hormones. Oh God. You've got underage drinking clothes off in bed. You you've got scars from top surgery, breast removal, pictures, drawings, cartoons, all of Made this. For what age? These are for eight to 12. 
Oh my God. And then it goes younger when it really gets into books like uh, Julian is a Mermaid, where you have a grandmother who is what can only be described by me as grooming her grandson to explore the world of drag. These are for little kids. These are like kindergarten, first grade stuff. Oh my God. And so you're now talking about studies in from the United States government that reveal that you expose children to sexual material early, you increase their odds of being victimized, of going you, down aberrant trails. We all know this. We've known this forever. If you're a parent, you know all of this stuff. And the fact that there are federal laws prohibiting the distribution of pornographic and obscene materials for minors because it's harmful to them doesn't go away when you put it into books like a this cartoon. and say that they're educational. It doesn't make them less obscene and any less harmful. And so we've got to wake up uh, and, and, and not just, frankly, yell at the school board because they're heavily invested. They haven't read every book in their library and the books are laced. It's like it's like. Uh, you know, you get Halloween candy that's laced with fentanyl. You don't necessarily know that it's there, but Scholastic is lacing their books with obscene material in the middle of the pages with benign looking covers. So they don't even know it's there. So what we need to do is say, now that we know, now that we're exposing it, uh, let's stop yelling at the school board, turn around in the board meeting, look at the parents and say, hey, mom and dad, what are you doing? Why are you dropping your kids off here seven hours a day to be indoctrinated by these people? Don't you understand that the whole point of this is to separate you from your children? You sexualize children, you drive a wedge between you and them, and they will go down roads mm -hmm. because of their natural curiosity and their impressionable minds with teachers who are pushing this stuff. Yes. And Scholastic, former CEO, is saying we're, we are committed to putting more and more of this material in more and more channels as we possibly can. In fact, they apologized to the leftist organizations when they pulled back a little bit in some of these book fairs and put these uh, LGBTQ obscene other type uh, pornographic material. The they put it off to the side and said, this is an, an optional package you could order. No, 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 no. They want it mainstream front and center. And so they apologized and doubled down on their efforts. Mm. This is Scholastic, the so what thousand pound gorilla in the space. So what are you doing? Because um, you have been great in libraries. Uh, you're you are on this and becoming. Wait, the are they let it, allowing you in libraries now? I thought you were getting kicked out of libraries. Mm. I thought that was your thing. <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah, they let you inside. They're so inclusive. They don't let me in the front door. <laughs> right. Yeah. But you can get in. But you can get in window. because this is America. Oh, yes. And this is America. Um, and there are many, many libraries who actually want us to come. So, yeah, um, we, we have two, two things that, that I'm doing to sort of as a proposed solution to this horrible wolf in grandma's clothing. Uh, one, we've created a PDF so that parents can download the PDF and see everything that I'm talking about. Page, book number, author biographies, all of this stuff. You can show it to your fellow par parents in the school. Show it to your principal. Show it to your librarians and school board members. Make them aware of what's going on. And then uh, don't just stick it to them to figure it out. Um, we have actually created uh, a nonprofit. It was started by a concerned mother called SkyTree Book Fairs. You can replace these harmful scholastic book fairs with helpful, wholesome book fairs with 500 books that have all been vetted and screened to take out all of the nasty pornography and the critical race theory and the race stuff. And they're about wholesome, good values. And we already have over 700 public and private schools 
that have already begun the process of replacing Scholastic with SkyTree book fairs. And the first one is coming up uh, next month in Spotsylvania, Virginia. First one. Public school superintendent of the, of the district is so excited about this. They have gotten rid of Scholastic. They're putting in uh, SkyTree book public fairs. School. Public school. How yes. are they getting away with that? Oh, because because they can. They can choose what book fairs they want or don't want. The reason that so many public schools and private schools go with uh, Scholastic is a they're trusted, right? It's it's you you think so it's grandma. Disney. You don't re, you don't know that grandma yep. was eaten up by the wolf. Yeah, and now he's dressed in this trusted clothing called Scholastic. Um, B the schools actually get money from the books that are sold at the book fairs, right? There's a percentage that goes back to the school, so they're. That's part of their budget. Does that happen with the Skytree books? Um, that's a good question. I, I believe it does. I believe that they get they get funds that come back to them to invest in more books like this and more programs yeah. that reinforce these values. So how do you other. first of all, how do you get the, the PDF, the PDF? You just go to skytreebookfairs.org. It's a nonprofit, skytreebookfairs.org. Download the PDF. Uh, it's really easy. You can text it to people, uh, email it to people. And also there are instructions there on how to begin the process of bringing Skytree Book Fairs to your school. It's fantastic. Well, it, it, it's an option. And this is, this is what's exciting about living at this time. Glenn, you just said you're born for a reason, on purpose, for a purpose, at a specific time, for these problems. I think that's why we're sitting here right now. It is. Isn't it mind-blowing to think, Stu, that before the stars began to shine in the universe, God knew that you and Glenn and I would be sitting here talking about just such an absurd reality that we live in and then having do ideas to do something, do something about, about, it. about it. And we can do it together and you know, make a difference. Is what's really amazing to me is he has that for everybody. And how many people have been convinced by evil that they don't have a purpose. There isn't anything they yeah. can do that. They, they uh, shouldn't pay attention or they will get in trouble if they, you know, stand up for things, all of these lies. Yeah. Yeah. Well, because our schools, uh, again, real, real education, I think has been eaten by the ravenous wolf and replaced well, I mean, with something else. So so when you take God out of the picture, you don't have what you're saying. You right. don't have meaning and identity and purpose other than this is how bacteria reacts at these temperatures. Right. After billions of years, right. cancer cells, why discriminate? Cancer cells from other cells. They're just trying to, to, to survive as well. No, no, no. There is good. There is bad. And there is purpose. And, and as you're going through, as you're going around America and you're doing these things, what are you feeling? I'm feeling that we are living in, in really exciting times. Uh, revival, great awakenings, people snapping out of their stupors uh, have always happened in this country and around the world during times of moral collapse, spiritual apathy, economic decline, and political corruption. Yeah. And warfare. I think we're due for <laughs> one. Think, no, I think we are. <laughs> they too. tend to happen about every fifty years. Yeah, I think this. I think this. Uh, this is what I'm sensing. This Israel thing has also awakened a lot. Not not just not just the bloodthirst uh, on October seventh, but also the bloodthirst that's in our own streets. I think people are going. Wait, 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 wait a minute. What? You're for what now? I think there's a lot of people that were just kind of coasting along and just. 
you know, living on the, you know, the fringes and just kind of like, I'm not going to take a stand that are seeing things now going, wait, wait a minute. This is not what's happening here. Yeah. Yeah. I I, I agree. You know, when you have a beer and you kind of have that buzz that sort of dulls your senses a little bit and everything just kind of seems like it's floating along. I I feel like because of our prosperity, because of our comfort and the ease with which we can go through days and just pick up a latte and Uber to the, to the cafe, we we've sort of been in this, this, this dull minded buzz, not recognizing the, the essential truths that if you are not pursuing truth and beauty and goodness sacrificially and leaning into that stuff with everything, including math, history, science, English, and economics and agriculture, you're screwed long-term and your children will pay for it. That's what we're waking up to now. People are sobering up. Okay. I want you to go to skytreebookfairs.org. Skytreebookfairs.org. Get the PDF he's talking about. Send it and share it with everybody. And then go to your school and see if you can you can get the Skytree Book Fairs uh, to come and, and do a book fair at your kid's school. It is important that we see these trusted brands that have long ago gone off the beaten path and gone their own way and are actually poisonous to our society and our kids. We have to see these brands for what they are. Uh, and time is really running out. It's not too late, but it is uh, gravely urgent that you do this now. Skytreebookfairs.org, as always. Beautiful. Great. Thank you, sir. Love Thank you so you, much. Thank you, Stu. Great to see Appreciate you guys. It. Great to be working to with you. you. All right. Uh, let me tell you about uh, preborn. Miracles can happen. In fact, they happen every single day. There is a bloodlust, there is a culture of death. And if we want to be on the right side, let's uh, let's choose life. Isn't that what God told us to do? Choose life. The Ministry of Preborn is rescuing, with your help, 200 babies every day from abortion. Preborn does this by offering free ultrasounds, so expecting mothers meet their unborn child, hear his or her little heartbeat, and then they also care about the mom. The reason, the reason why things haven't changed is we haven't hit the hearts of people yet. And that's because what do you don't care about the mom? You only care about the baby. What's going to happen after the birth? Well, this is what preborn does. They show that that is not a clump of cells. And then they help mom for the next two years. 60% of these women don't want to have an abortion. They felt that they had no other choice. Help them. Preborn. Dial pound 250, say the keyword baby. That's pound 250, keyword baby, or donate securely at preborn.com slash Beck. That's preborn.com slash Beck, sponsored by Preborn. 10 seconds, station ID. Anything. Thanks, Thank you. Appreciate it. By, by the way, I was looking at the website as you were referring to that. It does say that uh, money and rewards go to the school uh, for these book fairs. So in case you were worried about that. I was just trying to trap him. <laughs> <laughs> uh, He's such a good guy. Yeah. And really such cares about this guy. stuff, you know, and, yeah. and it's it's important that we have people who actually do. At times I think it feels like there's fewer and fewer, but I don't think that's reality. No, it's not. It, and you know what it is? Look at. 
look at who we are compared to who we were 20 years ago, 10 years ago. Look at how much thinner, thinner, less wrinkly, more color in the hair. Yeah, that's yeah. No, Um, think about spiritually where you were 20 years ago, where you were on your understanding of the world, where you were an understanding of our country, your fellow Americans, what's important, what's not. I mean, think of that. We have grown a great deal. Yeah, and you could try to dismiss that, I think, with, you know, everyone when they get older tends to think about things that are more important in life. But I don't think that explains this. No, no, this is because people are, you know, those of us who are awake are actually involved now. Mm. We're, we, we, and I think it's changing. I think we're all starting to feel like this is kind of my thing. You know what I mean? This is what and I, I remember saying this. Uh, when we had uh, the watchdog program, remember that? Mm-hmm. And we said, we can't follow everything that this administration is doing. Everybody has their own kind of thing that they know. Go follow that thing and let us know. Um, we, should, we should start that up again. But I think that's what's happening. You know, you've got people who are concentrating on uh, entertainment, on schools, uh, on parents, on uh, the sex ed, the DEI, the the Fed, all of these groups are coming and they're working separately. But again, like Billy Graham said, I think they're all going to come together in the end. It's good. Yeah, I think they're look, you can find encouraging signs if you look for them, if you are willing to accept them. <laughs> At times, I frankly don't feel that way. I don't feel like I can accept anything positive because it just yeah. doesn't seem like that stuff ever pans out. But in reality, I mean, look, there are a lot of signs out there. People are more active than they ever have been. You know, um, may I change the subject tonight at nine o'clock? We've we've put seven questions out to each of the Republican candidates and ask them these seven questions. They're the questions that I think need to be Asked and answered and not in some stupid, hey, raise your hand sort of way. Give me an actual answer to this separately. We asked them those seven questions and we'll give you the results tonight at 9 p.m. Also, I mean, some say Joe Biden is a compulsive liar, making stuff up about his life. No, we have the evidence He's actually Forrest Gump. He's been at all of the important things. Wow. We took him at his word and then looked for evidence. You will not believe what we found on on Forrest Biden tonight, (laughs) 9 p.m. The Glenn Beck Program. All right, we're going to talk about the economy here in uh, just a second. Carol Roth is uh, joining us. There are good companies out there, and then there are great companies. And I like working with great companies. And Goldline is one of those great companies I've been with for a long, long, long time. What they do is to make sure that you have protection against hard times. Goldline is at the top of its game. Goldline quietly over the summer with no fanfare decreased their prices across the board. They did this to say thank you, give back to their clients. They know everybody is struggling. Um, Prices were reduced for physical delivery orders. Uh, retirement accounts, their industry-leading accumulation program. They also added new referral program that includes free medals for clients who refer friends and family. Goldline trying to do the right thing by their customers and trying to make sure that you are stable in an unstable world. 
Call Goldline. They've packaged a special deal when you purchase one of Goldline's legal tender bar cards and uh, one of their silver Maple Flex bars. You get a hundred of the Mind Your Business silver bars, no additional charge. 866-GOLDLINE. 866-GOLDLINE. Or goldline.com. Great episodes of Studios America and Glenn TV at blazetv.com slash Glenn and expanded debate coverage at youtube.com slash America. I have some great news. The Blind, the true story of the Robertson family. If you have not seen this movie yet, it is world class. Really, really good. It's now available for purchase on Blaze TV. Uh, it is the opposite of the anti-hero, the flawed person who makes no effort to change and then becomes worse and worse and suddenly is a hero. Uh, this is one of the worst people you will ever see, uh, Phil Robertson. Uh, he uh, like his life story is just brutal, brutal. And if you've made a mess of your life like he did um, and you or somebody you love is in a dark place, maybe all of the above, you need to see this movie. It is something you watch with your family. It is inspirational. It is empowering. Uh, it is called The Blind. Now, The Blind is not a Blaze Media production, uh, but. Phil is such a big part of our Blaze TV family. We want to make sure you had the opportunity to stream it here. So it's like Amazon or whatever. You can stream it, uh, but we can include it as part of the subscription because we don't own it. But we think you'd rather purchase it with us and stream it here rather than Apple or Amazon. So this is our first attempt at streaming uh a mainstream movie. The opportunity is there. Don't miss the opportunity. Buy it today at blazetv.com slash the blind for nineteen ninety nine. That's blazetv.com slash the blind. Okay, uh, let's see. We have a couple of things. First of all, uh, Janet Yellen yesterday came out and said we can't cut the IRS eighty million dollar increase because quote it will uh, hurt the IRS plans for improved service. Oh, they had some really great customer service things that they were going to do. So can't cut that. Also, there's a story out about how our U.S. debt, the interest payment alone, is now surging past $1 trillion a year. Carol Roth is in studio to talk to us about that. Hi, Carol. Hi, Glenn. What a great achievement. Aren't you excited? We finally got that interest payment. Our credit card payment is a trillion dollars a year on an annualized basis. Yeah, but we can borrow at higher and higher interest rates. Right. So we can make it two trillion soon. Right. It, this is this is fantastic math. It's, uh, you know, the eighth wonder of the world, as Einstein said, is compound interest. Either you're making it, you're earning it, or you're paying it. And we are paying it. Think of this. Do you remember that debt clock in New York City? And it was, I don't remember when they started it, like $5 trillion. And it would take forever to get to six. Now, every year, just on interest, and we've just begun this journey, just on interest, a trillion dollars. Yeah, I think that people, you know, don't realize this is the cost of financing things we've already bought. This doesn't get us anything new. It crowds out other spending. It crowds out, as we take debt, productive capital in the market that grows the economy. 
It's just the worst possible personal finance. You know, if you're in your your home and you overspend and you put everything on the credit card and now all of a sudden you're paying all of this money in interest, you would say to, to a family, that's ridiculous. You have to get your house in order. And what that family says to you is, no, 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 I'm going to get another credit card. Right. Okay. And I'm going to I'm going to pay that interest and that interest because I'm not really paying those things down. Yeah. That interest is going higher and higher because I'm becoming a greater and greater risk. But you know what people do? You know, if you have your own credit card, sometimes they'll go, oh, well, there's this great offer over here. There's a, a 0%, you know, introductory rate. So yeah. I'll just transfer it over here. We don't have that luxury. The rates <laughs> just continues to increase. I think it's doubled in the last like 19 months in terms of the, the financing costs for the U.S. government. So we're having to pay higher and higher rates on all of our borrowing, including the interest, the financing cost of that borrowing. So it was just a couple of months ago that I saw that it was $700 billion uh, a year on Mm. interest. That was just a couple of months ago. Now it's over a trillion dollars a year. And we've only refinanced about a third of it, right? I mean, I don't even know if it's that much. I know that uh, as of a few months ago, about a third was coming due over the next, you know, 12 months. Yeah, Yeah, but I don't think we've gotten that yet. And in fact, um, they said that they're going to have to borrow, just, you know, forget about the the interest payment, but in terms of new money, Janet Yellen, Treasury said, um, over the next six months, almost $1.6 trillion. It's incredible. So I had, Carol, I had Brian Riedel on, uh, I don't know, it was a couple of years ago now. And we were talking about this problem. He was talking about how large it was going to get. And what he said at the time, and he said over and over again at the time, was why don't we take these short-term loans that we've made in this very low interest rate environment and Uh just lock them in long-term, right? right? Because we would avoid so much of this. And, And like normally I come back to, well, the government doesn't care. They want to spend more money. But this is the reverse. Like they are going to now spend more money on stuff that they can't get. It's just like they're just giving money to lenders instead of getting all their fancy new programs. It's actually even worse for people who want to spend. Why didn't they do this at the time? This is the biggest debate. Um, I don't know if you're familiar with Stan Druckenmiller. He is this iconic billionaire investor, incredibly smart and savvy. And he basically said, he put Yellen right on the hot seat, said, this is the biggest mistake Anybody has ever made the fact that we had all of this debt and you didn't lock it in over the long term, which in theory I agree with and is something I think you and I have even Mm -hmm. talked about. The issue that has sort of come out as a bunch of us have done the research is that the reason they didn't do that is that they couldn't. Mm, There was not enough demand at those, you know, high high end because of the we yield had shot card. ourselves in the foot the, so much exactly, and that what would happen when there is no demand and you try to put more supply in that the interest, interest rates. rates go up, and so basically, mm. what is believed in economic circles is that that would have killed the economy and thrown the treasury into a, a tizzy, the treasury bond market into a tizzy, and so if you read, there's a new report. This Treasury Borrowing Advisory Committee just put out this report, and they said, we recommend right now that they issue at the shorter end of the yield curve, things like, you know, two-year and five-year and maybe 10-year 
above the normal recommended allocation. That sounds a lot like inflation, right? We'll let it we'll let it run higher for a little bit of time. Eventually we want to get back to there. But the reason is because there is no demand for locking up money with the US government mm. for 30 years and the rate that you would have to pay would just absolutely undo everything. So this is a real concern and it's one that doesn't go away. You know, it's not like we're like, oh, well, we're in this this tight period, but they're going to be cutting spending and we have all these great initiatives. There's absolutely no appetite to cut spending. We're obviously in a very tenuous geopolitical environment, which, you know, Yellen's come out and said, oh, yeah, we've got you know plenty of money to be able to help finance that, let alone that escalates. I mean, we are in a really perilous financial position and the treasury market and that information that's coming out there is really telling an important story. Of course, they make it very opaque. So the average person doesn't understand that. And the numbers have gotten so high, I don't think people can even process it. So, I mean, I've been saying this forever that we are going to pay a very high. Ronald Reagan said it. FDR said it. (laughs) If you don't have your house in order, yeah. there comes a point where it just all comes crashing down. It doesn't seem to be crashing down. I mean, it's bad, but people still tell me we're not going to lose the reserve currency. We're going to be fine. The dollar is going to be fine. We're going to come out of this. I can't. They can't explain to me how, but they seem to be right. I mean, how long is this? Could this last? I mean, that's a that's the multi-trillion dollar question, right? We don't know. I mean, we look at periods in history, we go back 50 years and we look back historically, that's a tiny time period. But when we're living through it, you know, that's a big chunk of our lifetimes. Yeah. So for us to say, oh, you know, it's it's going to happen in a day, a week or whatnot, we just know we're heading towards that precipice. What we've had going for us this whole time is that we have an incredibly productive population. We have a lot of ingenuity, um, and we are we're the cleanest. That. And it, yes, so we're we're on the wrong side, mm-hmm. but it it still exists. Yes, it does. And we are the cleanest shirt in the laundry because we are not the only central bank that has you know committed these sins, and so there isn't sort of this obvious successor. But as we've talked about before, when you think about these changes in the financial world order, not every war brings about a new financial world order, but every new financial world order has been brought about by war. And to the extent, God forbid, things escalate in a crazy way, that becomes an opportunity to reset what do the reserve currencies look like, what do the debt loads look like. They change around, they change the rules of the game. That becomes a reset button for them. And so I sincerely hope that this is not something that's being looked at as a potential positive or you know good outcome no who would (laughs) who would look at something like that and say it would be an opportunity for a great reset no they're not looking that at all No, right (laughs) uh carol roth uh i wish we had more time with you carol um but thanks for coming in she is the author of the book you will own nothing she is a former investment banker uh and she gets your town your job your finances Uh, Read the book, You Will Own Nothing, and figure out a way forward for your life. Carol Roth.
Over a decade ago, after desperately trying to sell a home uh, in the New York area and hitting a brick wall, uh, I had had enough. And I was like, I, I, I don't I don't know what I'm doing with real estate. I don't know how to sell a house. I don't think these people know how to sell a house either. I started doing business with the uh, what the Wall Street Journal said was the 500 top real estate agents in America. And I over a few years, started to really learn what makes a great real estate agent, talking to them and finding the best business practices and everything else. We talked to these dedicated people, and then my brother and I were like, we have all this information. We should just look for those kinds of real estate agents so we can recommend them to people. That's what we've done. We started um, looking for them. We have, I think, I can't remember... 4,000 of them. There's like 10,000 on a waiting list, but we won't do any more than we already have because we can't follow them all the time. We want to make sure your experience in selling and buying a house is the best. It's realestateagentsitrust.com. Tell us where you're buying, selling, whether it's across the street or across the country. We'll help you find the right person for you. Realestateagentsitrust.com. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Is there justice in America? Blaze Media and Blaze.com explores. In the media appearances, um, Officer Dunn, who was there on January 6th, um, his testimony before Congress and his memoir, he, he described how he was the target of vicious racial abuse, claiming 20, 30, 40, 50 people, and I'm quoting, crowded around him and chanted the N-word during the chaos of the afternoon. Unfortunately for him, we have reviewed hundreds of hours of video evidence from the day, and that never happened. Now, here's where this is a real problem. This is all based on open source video that we collected based on his testimony. He was very clear when it happened and where it happened. It didn't. The real tragedy is this unstable man's testimony in a federal trial was instrumental in the conviction in the conviction and sentencing of several Americans to years in prison. I don't know. This sounds kind of important. Is it important to anyone? We're still waiting on the Speaker of the House who promised us these tapes. Still don't have them. But. The government had them the whole time. They had the tapes. They hid them. We're making sure that they're all exposed. This is the reason why we made so many changes uh, to Blaze News. My gosh, have you gone to another news site now? It's, it's weird. It's yeah. weird. It's jarring. There's, there's no ads on Blaze.com. Go to the Blaze.com. It's our news site. There's no ads on it, no pop up, nothing except one that says, hey, you want to be a freeloader? Um, <laughs> uh, but other than that, and it is so weird. I go now to other sites that I didn't notice, like how bad it was. I, I, I mean, it's overwhelming now going to other sites, how bad the ad problem is. Yeah, we're used to getting our news from sites that pelt us in the face with pop-up ads constantly. Constantly. And look, I get it. I get why they're doing it. And, and to, make and to be honest, it's a big risk for the Blaze to, to stop running ads, it is. frankly. Uh, but if you could support 
Uh, BlazeTV.com slash Glenn. Code is Glenn Plus. You can save uh, off the subscription right now. It's $5 a month, $36 a year. Um, and it ensures that we do more meaningful work uh, like this. These big in investigations. Yeah. Big investigations. We have a documentary that just came out yesterday on what really happened in uh, Hawaii. I don't think I have the time to play the Maui 911. Do I have time? Yes, play it. The chief of the Maui Emergency Management Agency, Herman Andaya, had no experience in emergency management and wasn't even on Maui the day of the fires. We obtained hundreds of recorded 911 calls that reveal a horrifying level of dysfunction. They blocked off all the exits, so the only way for us to get back home was on the bypass and the fire flew over and my car's on fire at the bypass. It took more than five hours for the official in charge of water management to release water to save the town. During a debate last year, he said water usage should be based on equity. Let water connect us and not divide us. Like we, we can share it, but it requires true conversations about equity. As officials like him dithered, people in Lahaina were struggling to figure out what to do. Ma'am, what do I do? I'm at Lahaina Surf. The fire is coming our way. The rot at the top translated to unmitigated catastrophe the day of the fire. Lahaina is burning. Are you able to get your children? No, I'm not. We are not allowed to evacuate yet because they're taking a pole out of the road. And when the fires restarted, firefighters were on their lunch break. You can see here in Miller's video how police and the public utilities were blocking the roads out of Lahaina, pushing residents towards the ocean. 911 operators received dozens of calls regarding people trapped downtown. My boyfriend lost reception, I think, because I have been on the phone with him. The lower road that leaves Lahaina past the Boys and Girls Club, has anyone gone down there to check? Because I guess a bunch of them were just stuck. The key to surviving was to ignore the roadblocks, to disobey mm. what authorities were telling you. All on Blaze TV. Check it out now. BlazeTV.com. The Glenn Beck Program.